Well, that is it. We have reached the end of this particular section of Get A Better Broadcast podcast and Voice Over Voice. We'll start a new series of topics tomorrow. But as far as today goes, let's just go back and look over what we've heard since the beginning of Season 2, the beginning of January on Get A Better Broadcast podcast and Voice Over Voice. Essentially, we've been talking about pacing and pausing, the speed of the read. And boy, oh boy, have we covered an awful lot of information. If you've only just joined, you may want to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes episodes where we talked about your natural read rate and the average read rate as well and how to change those and why you may want to change them as well changing speeds within a story for example and then we looked at two extremes of speed starting off with the faster read why you may be talking fast and one of those could be that the, the script is too long or the time is too short and, and loads of other uh, ideas and suggestions about what you may be considering if you're talking really really quickly one of those might be that you're being chased by a music bed don't know what that is well go back and listen to episode 377 and you'll find out and also we looked at psychologically what is the message given off to your listener when you talk fast then we made an analogy didn't we with uh, with a motorway a highway and talked about fast talking speed traps over a couple of episodes uh, they were episodes 379 and 380 and uh, again we looked at this a couple of days ago but also back on episode 381 the speed of t's and c's those terms and conditions disclaimers that often you hear at the end of adverts from the extreme of a fast speed to the extreme of speed of the slower read and and again kind of mirroring what we spoke about previously the message given off by slowing your talking and uh, we looked at those over a couple of different episodes. Slowing down to highlight importance, uh, we spoke about in episode 385. And again, we had some slow speed speed traps as well. Rehearsing your read speed is really important. I mentioned back then that it's not just a matter of slowing down how fast you're speaking, but there are other elements that come into play as well. We talked about how do you talk to time over a couple of episodes and also what back timing is if you're not entirely sure what back timing is episode 390 is the one you need to find in our archive section uh, we had a bit of a sidebar on how fast people can speak and also how fast people can listen as well. Really important. There's no point speaking really quickly if people aren't getting your every word or at least getting the gist of what it is that you're saying. And then moving from a slow speed, the natural progression was the the dead slow speed, which is a dead still a stop indeed and we talked about pauses in lots of different ways and means uh, and one of the uh, phrases that I came across while researching the series of podcasts was the West African proverb that silence is also speech so we spoke about how you mustn't fear the silence and and the different circumstances when we do pause when we're reading a script or when we're presenting on broadcast or podcast or a voiceover uh, pauses to signpost a meaning uh, pauses in lists was another episode we had and pauses as script divisions 
pauses to engage attention before and after significant content, pauses to let silence tell the story. And we had a really great uh, episode where I talked about some of the uh, the views of Vin Scully, a very, very famous American baseball announcer. And we had a couple of links in that show where you can go and listen back to his explanation of why he likes to use silence uh, when he was doing his commentary. How pauses help you say what you can't actually say was episode 403. 403. We talked about a, a, a story about Melania Trump. So if you're interested in what uh, uh, the, the link between Melania Trump and pausing might be, then go back and listen to that. Also, pauses being used in quotes and subclauses as an international device. Pauses as the fulcrum in a story's seesaw while this is happening over here that is happening over there and also pauses in rhetorical questions there may be lots of situations in a broadcast studio and in a podcast studio where you want to ask a question of your listeners who you can neither see and nor are they listening to you live potentially so how can you use the pause to help engage them in that kind of situation Pauses are really important as an indication of quality and also when you're giving a visual description. We spoke about that in episodes 407 and 408. Comic timing was another of our episodes. And also we talked about um, verbal fillers um, like erm and how you can perhaps use silence instead of saying erm, ah, you know, so and things like that. Pauses are really useful if you're in a live situation where you can see your audience because you can read ahead in your script over the course of a second or so just to check any awkward words coming up or your next bullet point, the next theme that you're moving on to. And it also gives you time to scan your audience and connect with them so they feel more engaged with what it is you're saying. We spent a couple of episodes, 414 and 415, talking about silent skills in interviewing. Uh, How you can help your interviewer open up a little bit more by the subtle use of a pause. And also how silence shows that you're listening. And then we had a sidebar about the use of silence in different cultures. We had that what I called the the Janice pause, didn't we? In uh, one particular episode, it was 417. Perhaps one of the most famous pauses in the world. Oh my God! And also pausing in podcast presenter teams, how you can signal to other people that you're working with that, yes, the silence that's upcoming is actually there for a reason. Don't just fill it or trample all over it. We talked about problems with pauses, about silence in an on-air studio and what might happen if you're in a broadcast situation and you pause for too long and also pausing practicalities. Oh, and also the difference between a pause and dead air as well. And that moved us on to the pregnant pause too and more recently pod fasting. And then we had a bit of Pete's PT for the Fast Talker episodes 426 and 427 And then we're here at episode 428. However fast you're reading, it's a challenge to maintain clarity and inflection through your script. And a pause certainly can mean as much as some of the words around it. Let me finish off with this quotation from Julie Shapiro. She's the executive producer of Radiotopia from PRX. 
And she said, Sometimes the most powerful sound in stories is a lack of sound, or a pause, or a silence, or a cadence of the way we speak in person that you can't really get when you're reading print. You hear that in your mind, but you don't really know how it's intended to sound. So I think there's a musicality to audio storytelling that gives it also a little bit of an advantage over just watching something that has visuals and audio together, and also just reading something on a page. Absolutely, Julie. Sometimes the most powerful sound in stories is a lack of sound. And those are our paragraphs on the power of the pause. So my question to you, before we move on to another topic tomorrow, is... Is it time for you to start giving someone the silent treatment? From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>